This is a real account of entrepreneurship, the good, the bad, and unsure. Social media would have you think you have a great thought, then boom, you blow up. It is the farthest thing from the normal backstory. Here we will air the real entrepreneur struggle from customer service, vendors, and the day-to-day -day business. Welcome to Business After Dark with Sharice Chambers. Hey, you guys, how are you doing? Say Wednesday, Wednesday, say Wednesday. Today is Wednesday, so you know, we have another small business owner on the potty, duh. You know, this, this segment will never end because there are continuing to be new entrepreneurs and just OG entrepreneurs. And Kristen is just that, she's an OG. She's been in business long enough to know the herbs and waves and has survived a pandemic. Are, are we really out of the pandemic though? That's to be found, right? <laughs> she is the host of Herb and Ease podcast, and her business is called Mandala Wellness Mandala. Academy. Mandala. I knew I was gonna. I knew I was gonna mess it up. <laughs> Mandala Wellness. Mandala Wellness Academy. And um, let's be honest, Kristen's a friend of mine. I mean, <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to have all my friends on the potty, but my friends are awesome, and they own businesses, so. Why not pour from the exact place of of people and community that pour into me, to be totally honest? Um, Kristen has done um, a session with me and we got, you know, the tax thing straight and, you know, giving her comfort and ease. And then also I've gotten massages with an S from Kristen. And I told her I would pay for her to come to Richmond to give me a massage. I'm still trying to coerce her to do such things <laughs> it's still in the works <laughs> but i love it anyways um and again we have a, yet another female i'm not trying to rule out the men i'm really not but i just know a lot of awesome women let's be clear so yet again we have another female entrepreneur and i am so ecstatic to have her on the potty we have had to reschedule before like another other life happens but here we are getting together. Kristen, welcome to the party. I'm so happy to be here. Hey! Yes, we're so happy to have you. So I gave you your introduction, but please tell the people who you are and what you do. Yeah, hi, my name is Kristen. I am a uh, herbalist. I am a wellness educator and I'm a therapeutic body worker. So what that means is that I help people feel good in their bodies and I help people uh, understand why they might be feeling the way that they're feeling based on some of their lifestyle factors. And I help people make interventions that can support long-term health outcomes. So we go to see our like medical practitioners for like medications and for diagnostics, but then there's always that like lifestyle piece that they suggest like make changes to your lifestyle. And so I am the other side of that. I'm the, I'm the person who does help people make lifestyle changes. Um, and it's, it's fun. And so I, I have a practice, uh, a bodywork practice, and I have, I do a lot of online education. So I'm, uh, I have a podcast called Herbs and Ease, where I take, uh, I talk a lot about um, self care, like radical self care, and uh, plant medicine, anatomy, and, and wellness interventions, nervous system regulation, and trying to look at all of these things from 
like a really nuanced place and with a lot of social context and social awareness. And uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, and then I, I do, I have some like online courses and stuff that I sell as well. And I do client work digitally and herbal work digitally. So that is who I am. And that's what I do. And I love it. I so love funny. it. I love that you love it. So basically what she said is she ain't no massage envy. If you're not ready to <laughs> do the work, don't go to her because that's not what you're going to get. <laughs> and you're going to be feeling some kind of way because you're actually doing yourself a disservice, to be honest. You know, you are a whole person. And every time I've ever seen Kristen, actually the first time I've seen her, I don't even think I told her that. But like she left the room and was like, you know, take your time. Would you like some water? Like, I bawled into tears. Like, it was just, it was kind of like when I went to yoga for the very first time. And, you know, I can say, like, in the sessions I've done with you, it has brought an awareness within me to be more intentional and conscious about myself, my body, and what it's telling me. And it's helped me to take this leap of moving to Richmond. I mean, just like, even just taking steps (laughs) in my own life. I mean, let's be clear. I mean, again, you guys, I have such an awesome community uh awesome like i'm just like coming to the i don't know i always knew it but like seeing it like in front of my face like like i am so blessed to know you you like Mm. you are so awesome at what you do and how you build your own community even beyond me and everybody you get to touch and experience building me up girl yes yes cuz it's it's real it's real right so and again like you're an og right you've been doing this for over 10 years so it's not like you're a new entrepreneur like you found your sweet spot and it's just so rewarding yeah, it turns out i'm a really bad employee yeah <laughs> oh is that why you started your business yeah i have been um in some form of entrepreneurship for about 10 years now and so my work uh, I wouldn't even call it my business. My work has really evolved. And um, yeah. And so, yeah. So we appreciate that. Yeah, we appreciate that. I mean, seriously, like, I mean, it it, it is a step above um, going to just get a regular massage or even seeing a chiropractor, right? You, you can go to those things and I feel like they're more maintenance. But if you really want to get to the, the nitty gritty, like, what's really making your back hurt or something like that it's way more than that so why are you so passionate about what you do oh my gosh that's a loaded question I mean that is a loaded (laughs) question and I have recently uncovered the reason uh so I come from my family was pretty it's like a little dark Mm -hmm. but my my there's a lot of drug addiction in my family Mm -hmm. and so I grew up with um a, a most of my caregivers were addicts, uh, pretty hard drugs too. And so I would sort of watch them uh, like make these choices and they were these like really compulsive choices. And it was just a really hard like place to, it was a really hard home to grow up in. And I think that I was so against having (laughs) maladaptive coping mechanisms that I went so far out of my way to make sure that I was developing really healthy tools and skills to, uh, 
to take care of my own body and to feel good. And I also have a passion for teaching and learning. And, and so the two just came together really naturally, but I just actually had that realization like, Oh, that's my why. It's because I don't want to end up like my parents. And I don't, I think I'm pretty, I think I did it. I think I, (laughs) I mean, I don't have any addiction issues. Thank goodness. So I was just like trying really hard to not, (laughs) be a drug addict yeah 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 which is actually not that hard you just don't do drugs right but 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 really furthermore to just like develop really healthy coping skills Mm. and mechanisms and wellness wellness practices and so that's that's what happened that's how it went yes I love that story I too can um empathize with that I've most definitely you Mm -hmm. know seen a lot of drugs um at a young age and and because of the person I am I have a um not an uh not an addictive personality, but like a alls or nothing almost. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, if this is what life looks like, then I'm never like, I don't smoke yeah. cigarettes. I don't, you know, like all yep. the things, right? Yep. Because it's I'm like, like if- what choice would my mother make? I'm not gonna, I'm gonna make <laughs> choice of Right. I'm like, if that's that, then no, then no, yeah. then that's yeah. a no. Yep. Zero out of 10. <laughs> Do not recommend. Like, no. Yeah. So much. Yeah. I get that. And I, and so mature of you at a young age to identify that and carry it on into adulthood to say, you know, because I think also we are probably very similar in um, character that I'm also a learner of experience. So some people are like, you can't give a... Um, an opinion about something if you've never gone through it. And I say, well, I also believe that I can see someone experience something over and over and over again and come to a a, a, a smart conclusion like, all right, if you, I touch the stove and it's on, it's hot, that you're going to burn yourself. And I see someone else right. do it. And I see someone else do it. And I'm like, you know what? Sharice doesn't need to do that because I see right. that. Right. We can, we can see suffering mm-hmm. and we can be like, I don't want that. And here are the direct things mm-hmm. that led to that person suffering. And that looks really bad. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's, we're, we're, emph- it's, we're empathetic. And sometimes I think if the suffering that we see is bad enough that we can actually feel, you know, we can feel the pain of others. Mm-hmm. Like it's called empathy and right. we can be like, yeah, not going to go down that route. Right. I mean, of course, sometimes we, 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 we like to make, common there are really common mistakes that people make but hopefully they're low stakes enough that we don't severely mess our lives up exactly what's something you find is the easiest thing about entrepreneurship Mm, the easiest thing well for me it just comes really naturally so the whole I want to say I want to say the the whole thing like I I get to be really creative and I get to be, uh, it's like very fun for me to like, to, to tie all of the ideas together and to do, get to do research about stuff and, um, you know, get to learn new skills and new ideas and then put them together with, within business. So I just, it's just, it's so, it's so creative. And so I, I fall really naturally into, the role of the entrepreneur yeah because the profession you've chosen um is high functioning creative so that Mm -hmm. is that's a space that you get to reside in on a continuous Mm -hmm. basis so that makes sense yes yeah Yeah. and I, I chose a good you know like there's that saying like you you know so I I'm I'm a solo practitioner which means that technically yes I own a business but mostly I own my job um and 
uh, I just happen to pick a job that like is really good to my body and really good to my mind and really regulating for my own nervous system and fun to do. Um, but that's probably, that would probably be, um, you know, the hardest thing about entrepreneurship, which I think is probably your next question. Yes. It's like, cause it's like, I also have tied my life into, mm. and into my work and, um, <clears throat> the, you know, entrepreneurship can be so complicated and so vast and the way that it meshes with small business ownership mm. is it can actually be really complicated. Mm. And so like separating my life and work mm. is it, things start to melt together in mm. after a while. And I think that's probably going to be the hardest part, mm. um, but I also love it so much. So right. I just don't think that I could like make any other choice at least not anytime soon maybe yeah. it would be nice to have a little bit more stability but um but yeah it's like a curse and yeah. a blessing at the same time because um if you guys don't know if you aren't following christy you most definitely should on her business page and we're gonna have all of her links on the bottom in the show notes but she, she takes a hiatus i guess maybe last year was your first year or was it the year before kind of like in the midst of covid i feel like you took a hiatus where you like went on vacation and you like mm-hmm. not backpack but you went out of town whatever and then oh yeah well i did I don't know. A I sabbatical, a is that what is that the right word? <laughs> no, not Actually, I what that was is that I have a very long career in yoga so that my first business in the first area that I was an entrepreneur was in the yoga industry okay. and I was a full-time yoga teacher and I taught yoga at uh, the university, uh, you know, like it was like an extracurricular class. Um, I did yoga teacher trainings and I, uh, I took a hiatus from teaching yoga in 2020 because it was a hot mess and so I had to like pivot my business and then I I decided that the hiatus was over um, but I actually have just dropped that part of my business offerings Um, so I'm not actually offering yoga anymore but that's that's what that was I just I had to take a break and I had to pivot and like change Mm -hmm. really change what I do a little bit so it's I, not a far jump right no it, not at yeah. all yeah yoga is also wellness the wellness space as well right so what made you how did you come to that conclusion like I've most definitely pivoted most businesses have in the midst of mm-hmm. COVID how did you I guess finalize that space did, did you mourn having to let it go or mm. what or did you feel like it was like the natural progression of elevation in your business yeah it was definitely a natural progression mm. I just hadn't been feeling as excited and joyful about teaching yoga anymore uh and it it had been coming for a while and I used to be the kind of person in my early 20s where I'd be like just quit the job it's not a big deal and in your early 20s it is fine to just quit your job it's like usually for most people you have it's pretty low stakes to like just like get another job right and I'm I'm usually talking about like waitressing jobs I'm Mm -hmm. not like talking about jobs jobs or career jobs Mm -hmm. um and yeah the older that I got the you know um the the higher the stakes got you know I've been thinking about not teaching yoga or like yoga teacher trainings like they're big programs that require a lot of my energy and it probably it's usually goes for six months it's a lot of money it is like a pretty um you know it was like a high ticket item as one would say and so uh I just noticed that 
like the joy of the labor was decreasing significantly over time. And in 2020, it just like bottomed out. Also, like my life fell apart in 2020, just like everyone else did. Um, And I went through a separation and all of a sudden I was single and about to turn 30. And it was just like my life just fell apart. And it, um, yeah, and I just was like, I just really lost the drive for it. But fortunately, I have developed so many skills from that work of being a leader, being a curriculum developer and being a teacher and being like doing the marketing and doing, doing research that I could just take those skills and apply it to the work that I'm doing now, which just feels a little bit more in alignment with what I want to be what I want to be doing I love that um very much like you said because I think sometimes when we become entrepreneurs we feel like that's the end-all be-all like we're always going to be in the space that we started in and that's the furthest thing from the truth and Mm -hmm. if anything you need to be ready to pivot Mm -hmm. elevate and that's what you should be doing in business you know no matter the circumstances even beyond COVID I mean I think sometimes we romanticize what we believe entrepreneurship will look like and then it actually happens and then we're like all confused because Mm -hmm. it's not what (laughs) we were expecting Mm -hmm. um and I'm glad that you didn't um toil or you know continue to try to force something and you evolved into the new space (sighs) woman I did I I mean mean, yeah a little bit probably for sure but, you know, it was also just like, a, okay, I'm gonna, it's just, so, it also was something that I felt like I, not that I owed, but it was like, it was a literal debt of like, like I just tried, I just stopped teaching it in the last, this year. Mm-hmm. And it was because I put out an offering and because of, for whatever, for so many reasons, it didn't really pick up. And I, and so it was like, okay, it, it's time right. I get to drop this now. I get to, I'm stop. I'm not doing this anymore. And, um, but before I did that and before I made that choice to close that, uh, let's say that branch mm-hmm. of the business, mm-hmm. I had to have those real conversations of like, you know what? Uh, it looks like God wants me to do this one last time and to go through with it and to make this happen. And then I can stop. But then it was like, Oh, no, it's actually time to stop now. But I, I, I closed it in a good way. I completed the chapter. And I did it with integrity. And I think that is the really important thing is that I even though I felt like, yes, I am ready to get out of this, I couldn't just be like, I'm just going to drop it. I had to actually go through the motions so that I could say that I did everything in my power to uh, to, you know, to treat this with respect Mm -hmm. and to end it with respect and to end it with integrity. And that is, uh, you know, that's a hard part about business. Mm -hmm. That's a hard part about entrepreneurship. Um, is to end things with integrity mm-hmm. and end things well, um, and to like give up, to 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 give up. Um, I don't know. It's almost like to surrender mm-hmm. to like what like yeah. You know, it's a very spiritual business. Is a yeah. spiritual practice. It actually is. Yeah. To you know to give up on and it's not. Oh, it's not even a get up. Give up. It's a wrap it up right come to a conclusion and to and have closure about it so that you can move forward with the new space and cultivate that and and what it needs to look like yeah and when it closed it was like oh my gosh it closed I did it's like it's done and I was I was like it, it just felt like so exciting like oh my gosh 
now I get to do these projects that I have been waiting for for so long that I thought that I wouldn't get to start for like at least another year. And so that's what I'm doing now is the herbs and ease. I'm talking about like really cool nervous system regulation. I'm talking about plant medicine and I'm like taking the next step in my career. So I'm, I'm very excited about what I'm doing now. Good, 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 good. Yeah. And as you should be, as you should be. So what's something you wish you knew before you started business for yourself? Um, don't make your business you dependent. Yes. <laughs> Um, like you really working on your business instead of in your business. I talk about all the time. Yeah. You want to be able to work on your business instead of in your business. And even now my business is me dependent. I don't get paid if I don't get, if I don't work, if I'm sick, I had COVID a couple weeks ago. Uh, first time I got COVID, it was a huge bummer and I, yeah, I don't get paid if I don't work. And I did not, um, I didn't understand that when I started business and when I created my business and I'm sort of not scrambling now to like to readjust my work, but I am, um, but I'm like, I'm very, it's a slow journey to like make it, make, to rearrange my business so that <laughs> I can, um, you know, so that it's, yeah, it's, it's a business rather than me owning my job essentially so yeah that's the difference it's like I own my job Mm. which means if I'm not there I don't get paid rather than I have a business that I can step away from Mm -hmm. so that's what I wish I knew and because it takes a long time to correct yeah yeah I love that and that's going to be the sound bite yep I already picked it out that's good yeah yeah it's it's so especially when you are a service-based business right you just if you don't do the thing then you're not going to make money. If you are mm-hmm. an eyelash tech, if you are a massage, a massage therapist, mm-hmm. if you're a physical, if you're a personal trainer, if you, you know, if you have to physically do the thing, you know, it again, mm-hmm. it, I, it gives me, especially when I build out people's um, budgets and I'm like, all right, how much money would you like to make? And then when we start breaking down their services and products and I'm like, well, you have to give, let's give you, for example, you, you have to give eight massages a day, Monday through Friday, to make the money revenue goals that you want to and i'm not saying everyone you should be numbers driven but you at least know how much money you need to make to pay your you know pay Mm -hmm. yourself and have a living right but some people when you start doing the numbers they're like one i don't even have that many clientele to have eight (laughs) eight nothing in monday through friday so then you'd start thinking about it you're like conceptualizing and you're like well what other stream of income could you do Mm -hmm. right so what other streams can pop pop the podcast other streams of income is your digital products right Right. and when you start creating those additional avenues it kind of relieves the the main gig Mm -hmm. you know and like online business is pretty much i have an in-person business which is an an in-person service provider i love it Mm -hmm. it's like it's so joyful it's so great And then I'm, I basically am starting an online business Mm -hmm. now and I'm in the process of like getting it off the ground. Uh, and I know it's going to take a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have a good foundation of knowledge and skills to make it happen, but it's, you know, it's a slow, it's Mm -hmm. a, it's slow work, but it will eventually be a, a, um, a stream of income Mm -hmm. that is, is, you know, like is something that I don't need. I can step away from. Right. So that is the goal. That's right. why I'm doing the work that I'm doing now. Right. I love that. Yeah. All right. What's been the biggest lesson you've learned? 
how many lessons have you learned over 10 plus years? <laughs> She's like, oh, um, don't use your time off to go visit your family. <laughs> what? Why you say that? Take vacations and trips because hmm. seeing your family is usually not a vacation. I mean, mm. go on vacation with your family. That's fine. Right. But like, oh, no, you're so... speaking all facts. I wouldn't that, going to see your family. <laughs> well, that face you made. No, I mean, like, use your time off and take time off don't like go use your time off and work more that is really really important mm -hmm. my sister when she comes home she usually gets an airbnb when she comes to visit family so like she doesn't like usually people like oh you know stay with us but then mm -hmm. sometimes that can be a workout like having to you know, mm -hmm. be in someone else's space, really. And they believe, like, oh, you're family. But I'm just like, yeah, but you wake up at 8 and you think I should get up at 8 and I'm on vacation. Like, make it make yeah. sense. Yeah, right. so. Yeah, like, going to see my family is not a vacation. Mm -hmm. I could make it a vacation, but, uh, and I'm just learning how to do that now. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, yeah, so take vacations. Yes. Don't just go hang out with your family. Yes, yes, yes cool beans um and lastly what do you hope the listeners of the financial fancy pie or business after dark podcast will take away from you being a guest on the show today mm, yeah i would say the importance of starting with the idea that your business will eventually be scaled and you won't be doing all the yes. work all the time in it um it's yeah like start with <laughs> start start with the end in mind yes. um so that you have like you know a good a good direction right yeah yeah and it, it echoes what you've been saying from the very beginning of the podcast of working you know um on your business instead of in your business and that's most definitely uh it is a secret spot that a lot of entrepreneurs never truly learn the dance or dance it mm -hmm. well you know um yeah. and also too because i've been seeing a lot of entrepreneurs who are actually scared to like delegate work to other people like give a virtual assistant or something like you know I, I just don't see that how they're going to do this or x y and z i'm just like well you first you gotta start start somewhere right. uh, because you doing it is taking away from you being able to do something else and so when you start thinking of it that way um and you yeah. can't scale until you start building out your team too so yeah i do not currently have a team i did have an intern for a little bit recently and it was great it was super helpful and uh it's definitely something i want to be doing and and i have to you know i have to make it i gotta make it happen i'm i have a, i have my steps though i know yes. i know the steps and i know where i want to go uh so but i would say if anyone was about to start a business uh definitely like you know, start with the end in mind mm -hmm. that you get to leave so that you can, you can skip a lot of mm -hmm. steps. Yes. Totally agree headache. with that. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So tell the people how they can stay connected with you. Okay. Well, uh, you can follow me on Instagram. My, they're both technically work Instagrams. My personal one is at Kristen Prosen underscore. If you just type in Kristen Prosen, you'll find it. And then the podcast is at Herbs and Ease. And you can go to herbsandease.com and sign up for the Mandala Moon Letter, which comes out on the new and the full moon. It's really sweet. It's just like a list of three things that I think might help you. It might be a list to an article or a product or a, um, 
a podcast episode, something that I really believe in that can be really valuable for wellness and simple, simple, simple things, not nothing too complicated. So yeah, you can go to herbsandease.com. Follow me at herbsandease on Instagram. And I love hearing from people. So please reach out, like send a message. I, I love being in community and, um, it, yeah, it's so good. We've also built like we have a pretty good community, Sharice. Like we're we're in a good one. And pretty solid. We're all, yeah, we're solid, and we're all like out here lifting one another up and like being cheerleaders for each other. And yeah, if you can like uh, celebrating other women, especially because it is a lot of women, <laughs> celebrating a, a women is just like the best thing that we can do for one another. And so yeah reach out to me because I love to celebrate and I love to be in community with people. And it's like, makes me my life better. It makes me a better person and I get to help other people be better too. So don't hesitate to like send me a DM and connect. We love it. All right. So I have a spitfire round that was not part of the questionnaire. I know she's like, what? Yes. I have three questions and we'll just don't think, don't even think about it. Just give me your first answer off the top of your head. Okay. Okay. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. I mean, the definition of a sandwich is a piece of meat between two slices of bread. Is not the hot dog a piece of meat? And it's between... Nope, it's one slice of bread. It's one piece of bread. It's not two slices. I mean, but if you (laughs) ate a sandwich on just one piece of bread, it's still a sandwich. Like, if you took a piece of ham and put it between one slice of bread and folded it in half... Uh-huh. Is it still not a sandwich? I guess it is. I don't know. That's a weird question. <laughs> I would say no. A hot dog is not a sandwich. Okay. It is a hot dog. Okay. 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 Hey. Hey, who am I to argue? I'm just trying to yeah. see. I'm just trying to see where people's minds are at. I mean, okay. Okay. Question two. What current book are you reading now? Okay. I'm reading one that I got from uh, our a friend of ours, Lauren Barnes, uh, sex ed for you called the erotic mind. Okay. <laughs> love it's, it. It's, it's sexy. Um, okay. But it's also like about like eroticism and uh-huh. like the, some of the psychology behind it. Um, okay. Cause I am single and trying to mingle. Oh, we love it. <laughs> and lastly, what summer plans do you have? Ooh, I, uh, my birthday's in the summer. Uh-huh. And so I'm going to be putting out, season two of the podcast Uh and I am going to take a whole vacation where I spend a week in Vermont and hang out with a bunch of friends and I got an Airbnb and I have a lot of great community up there part of the plant community and hopefully I'll get to do some podcast interviews which is also working on my vacation but I think it'll be really joyful and fun work and so my dog and I are going to drive up there and we're going to just be in the mountains and have a really fun time and then other than that I'm going to work so I have a two-week vacation for my birthday yeah sometimes like that part where you said being with your families what what well just like on the note like because I'll probably do podcast episodes while I'm up there it's a work trip so I can write it off in my taxes that's right that's right that's right so yeah so yeah I mean hanging like we said before hanging out with your family is not really a vacation but for me, really doing a little bit of work, I mean, it's very hard for me not to do work at least every day. Like, at least check my emails. Like, just to look at, that doesn't mean I'm answering them. Like, every day I do something for my business. So, it yeah. kind of second And here's nature. the thing, and this is my whole thing mm-hmm. um, about the concept of ease and nervous system regulation and feeling good in your body. 
sometimes it feels really good for me to do work and it feels really fulfilling and it feels really soothing to my mind and to my heart and to my body to like get some work done. And, uh, you know, I'm always really cognizant of honoring my body and I don't like to push myself mm-hmm. past the point of ease, but it's something I'm really lucky that I really love and enjoy my work. I get to sit down, I get to feel brilliant and that really fulfills me and it really supports me. And so if, you know, it might come out to fruition that I go on my trip and I just like do not at all want to do any work and then I won't. But right. like I, I do look forward right. to it. it. Looks it sounds pleasurable to like do a little bit of work. It's kind of that. That's what I envision when people say do what you love. So it, it, it feels so every day mm-hmm. never feels like you're doing any work. That's what I feel like that that what you just said encompasses that statement. Not necessarily like legit finding something you love to do because we also know that everything we love to do is not um, monetizable as well mm-hmm. so, but like legit yeah. finding something you love to do and doing it every day and does it does not feel like work so yeah I understand that yeah. yes when I go when I get back into the office which I just went back to the office like a week ago um post post COVID I give myself extra mm-hmm. time to recover because I'm working so closely with people Oh my gosh. And I was just like, oh, this feels so good to be back at work. I get to like relax and like touch people's bodies all day and just like be in my beautiful office and my dog is there. And like, it's just like, oh, I feel so good. So I'm just, I feel really lucky. Um, I also like was naive as when I was in my early 20s. I was like, I'm just going to be happy and follow my heart. And thank goodness it turned into a viable business and career. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I think about that all the time i was such a ding dong but so look i'm knocking on 40s door the lessons i you know what maybe next year um because this will be my last well actually start in august i should do i always do something like reflective like chapter it'll be chapter 39 so this will be my last year in my 30s i should probably do something like the lessons i learned in my 20s and my 30s because honey Mm. I mean, I'm not saying, like, I just figured it out, but I did just figure it out. Like, I know that people, like, in our 20s, we do the lessons, and then we think all of a sudden when we get into our 30s, we know everything. But really, truly, I believe that your late 30s going into your 40s, you have it figured out to a space where you understand what works for you, but you still you still don't have it figured out. Because the reality of the situation is that the world is ever-evolving around us. Yeah. So just as, because you've got comfortability in knowing something and the practice of it doesn't mean that you can't always be presented with new information to implement to be a better even better person and that's like a constant thing going on so I don't think there's ever a finish line but uh I say life is um life and life and healing is a circle it's like almost like the same situation happens but you can react differently or Mm -hmm. you can you can project a different outcome because now you have more information to go off of to make a better decision for yourself I wish y'all could see us. Like no, don't this, is the, this is the funniest episode. Anyways, Kristen, thank you so much for being on my podcast today. You're so welcome. It, it's I'm so happy to be here. Yes, you guys. It's great to see you. Yes, I will have all of Kristen's information so you can follow her potty. If you want to massage her scheduling, um, and if you've never been with, are you taking? You're still not taking new people, Kristen. Are you taking new always people? Taking new clients. Okay. But it just takes a long time for people to get in. What I mm-hmm. would suggest, though, is people get on my email list because okay. probably not this season, as in like summer, but hopefully in the fall, I'll start offering um, 
some like consultation based work okay where we can actually do like real valuable deep herb okay. and self-care and wellness intervention work okay. um so uh if worse comes to worse just like connect with me that way right. and you know we'll get some good care in good all right you guys so i'm gonna put her website so that you can get on her email list and all the things so make sure you support Kristen and all that she does she's an awesome person awesome soul a beautiful person just i said that already but i had to say it again um i got two things for you guys i'm rooting for your win and i hope that you have the best day ever